stuff situated here. Holy Spirit, we love you. Hmm. Wild one. You're the wild one. You're the uncontrollable one. You're the uncontainable one. And your people that, that have... That, that have gotten to know you, we adore you. We love you. And the Lord shall come suddenly into his temple. I haven't thought of that verse in years. And I just heard it. And the Lord shall come suddenly into his temple. Have you not heard that you are the temple? Of the Holy Spirit. And the Lord shall come suddenly into his temple. He is the one that said, I will fall on my sons and my daughters. And the Lord shall come suddenly. Open the temple doors. Just open the temple doors. And just say, come on in. Just open the temple doors and just let him touch you. Just let him touch you. Just let him touch you. Oh. Some people ask, how do I do that? How do I let him? How do I let him? How do, how do I make God? Or how do I let God touch me? It's really as simple as this. Jesus promised, the hungry and the thirsty shall be filled. It's as simple if you're hungry and you say, come, he will come. It really, really is just as simple as that. And as long as you're hungry, He will keep feeling. As long as you're thirsty, He will keep pouring. The kingdom is so simple. Really, it comes down to the only requirement is hunger and thirst. You don't have to know anything. You don't have to figure anything out. You don't have to jump through any hoops. You just have to be hungry and thirsty.
Let me wet, let, 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 let me wet your appetite. Let me wet your appetite. Psalm 45, the wedding song. The melody of the lilies. My heart is on fire, boiling over with passion. Bubbling up within me are these beautiful lyrics as a lovely poem to be sung for a king. Like a river bursting its banks, I'm overflowing with words, spilling out this sacred story. You are the most wonderful and winsome of all men. Elegant grace pours out through every word you speak. Truly, God has anointed you, his favored one for eternity. Now strap on your lightning sword of judgment upon your side, O oh mighty warrior, so majestic. You are full of beauty and splendor as you go out to war. I prophesy to you in the next six months, he's going to war against everything that keeps you from hunger. He's going to war against everything that, 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 that keeps you from intimacy. People ask me all the time, well, do you believe in judgment? Yes, against those things, I most certainly do. Your glory and grandeur go forth in victory through your faithfulness and meekness. The cause of truth and justice will stand. All inspiring miracles accompany you. leaving everyone dazed and astonished. Your wounding leaves men's heart defeated as they fall before you broken. Your glory kingdom endures forever and ever for the mighty God has enthroned you to rule with justice, with a justice scepter in your hand. You are passionate for righteousness and you hate lawlessness. This is why God, your God, crowns you with bliss above your fellow kings. He has anointed you more than any other with his oil of fervent joy. The very fragrance of heaven's gladness. Your robes release the scent of suffering love for your bride. The odor of aromatic incense is upon you. From the pure and shining place, such lovely music makes you glad is played for your pleasure. 
The daughters of kings, women of honor, are maidens in your court. And standing beside you, glistening in your pure golden glory. Is your beautiful bride-to-be. Now listen, daughters, pay attention and forget about your past. Put behind you every attachment to the familiar. Even those you were once close to. For your royal bridegroom is ravished by your beautiful brightness. Bow before him, for he is your Lord. Wedding presents pour in from those of great wealth. The royal friends of the bridegroom shower you with gifts. As the princess bride enters the palace, how glorious she appears within the holy chamber. Robed with a wedding dress and bordered with pure gold. Lovely and stunning, she leads the procession with all of her bridesmaids as they come before you, her bridegroom king. What a majestic entrance. A joyful, glad procession as they enter the palace gates. Your many sons one day will be kings just like their father. They will sit on royal thrones all around the world. I will make sure the name, the fame of your name is honored in every generation as all the peoples praise you. He's talking about you. That's how he sees you. See, we have this little bit of an understanding that we are the bride of Christ, but we, I don't think what we've understood yet is it's an arranged marriage. It wasn't by act of your will that you came to him. It was by him releasing something from heaven to draw you to him. See, the bride doesn't pick an arranged marriage. But your good, good father picked the only one in the universe that he thought was worthy of his creation. He picked his only son. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, we forget Jesus left this earth 2,000 years ago and was seated at the Father's right hand to ever make intercession for you, to ever pry, pray for his bride because he wants to make sure he gets a good one.
And then Father turned to glorious Holy Spirit and said, I need someone to go. Prepare. I need someone to go and to soak and to saturate the wife of my son in the precious oils of heaven so that she's ready. I need someone to go. I need someone to go to pour oil, to pour oil, to release anointing and release the anointing on, on, on my son's bride until she can come and appear before me without spot or... And so you've been given this precious Holy Spirit to, to lead you into the place of oil, to lead you into the chambers of oil. I told you, I told you last night, and, and, we, and, and explained it this morning, that, 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 that just like when, when, when Esther was being prepared to go in to, to be picked as the bride of a king, that she went through that season of purification, a season of being anointed and having oil rubbed into her every day. And I'm prophesying to you that we are walking in, we are now in the days of oil. The book of Isaiah says, in that day, his burden will be removed off of your back and his yoke will be taken off of your neck and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. Because of the fatness, because of the oil that's poured out. And I, I've wondered, I've asked God for years, when is that day? And I'm here to tell you, it says in that day, that day is this day. I'm here to tell you with all the authority that I can carry, this is that day. This day is that day. You don't have to wait anymore. I'm telling you from last week forward, there are brand new things opened and available to those hungry enough to come and take them. There are brand new things that were made available. Something flipped. Something shifted and doors were open. Doors were open that had been closed. Chambers, chambers, chambers in the heavenly realm were opened. New secret places that are hiding, waiting on someone to find them. Jesus said it this way, I go away to prepare a place for you because in my Father's house are many, we say Mansions, the word is actually chambers. It's actually secret places. So that where I am, you can be. Not that you will be when you die. 
that where I am, you can be. There are new places in worship that are open to you. There are new places in prayer that are open to you. There are new places of provision that are open to you. There are new levels of healing that are open to you. There are new, 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 new explosions of the miraculous that are open to you now that weren't, wasn't open last week. Because he's looking, he's looking, he's looking. He's looking for sons and daughters that he can release that anointing over their lives that they will become carriers, that they will begin to carry this treasure in earthen vessels. I would just volunteer if I was you. I would just volunteer if I was you. He's looking for willing volunteers in the day of his power. See, what if, just ask yourself, what if, what if, what if we just stepped into the day of his power? What if we just crossed the threshold? And the things that we've heard about, we're going to do. I mean, just what if? Just what if? I know if. There's no question in my mind. It's settling on this side. Let it settle on you. was all put together this morning and I am not tonight What if after this weekend you can say with assurance and not in faith, the spirit of the sovereign God is upon me? Because he has.
anointed me. What if, what if after this weekend, that's not a declaration of faith? What if, what if, what if, what if after this weekend, that's not a claimant until you... Huh. Paul said it this way. He, he, he was talking about the Galatians church. He said, I've labored time and time again, time and time again, time and time again. I've labored time and time again, time and time again until what? Until the anointing is formed inside of you. What if, what if, what if there's a level of the intercession of Jesus, of, 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 of this being formed and his bride is coming to pass to you right now? He comes suddenly into his temple. Some of you are looking at me like, what, 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 what is he doing? He don't know. <laughs> other, other, other than I'm waiting on something here. 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 Waiting on something. You might as well drink while you wait.
He'll come suddenly into his temple. He'll come suddenly into his temple. Oh, fire, fire, burning brighter. Fire, fire, burning brighter. Fire, fire, burning brighter. I really did preach real good this morning. <laughs> I'm having a real hard time putting two words together right now. Just let him, let him, just 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 let him. Just let him what? Just let him whatever he wants to. Just be filled, be filled, be filled, be filled, be filled, be filled, be filled. Be ye filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled, be filled, be filled, be filled, be filled, be filled, be filled. There is a flame for every head in this room right now. There is a flame for every head in this room right now. There is a flame for every head in this room right now. Ha, ha, the children of Israel had him as one pillar of fire and one pillar of cloud. But then the day of Pentecost came and it says that that fire equally divided and went to each one. There is a flame for every head right now. Be filled with Holy Spirit. Be immersed. Be baptized. Be covered. Be saturated. Be soaked. Be marinated.
there's like there's like different streams of oil. Like like someone's got five or six different 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 fire hoses. There's different anointings, different anointings, different anointings, different anointings. There's an anointing, there's an anointing, there's an anointing to see in the spirit. There's an anointing to see in the spirit. The anointing to see things that you can't see with your physical eyes is being sprayed around this room. If you get it, if you want it, take it. If you want it, take it. If you want it, take it. There's an anointing to have authority to melt tumors, bumps, lumps, and growths. Tumors, bumps, lumps, and growths that is being poured out in this room. If you want it, take it. There is an anointing there. Oh, there's an anointing to see joints miraculously restored, not healed, miraculously restored. An anointing to see joints and bones, joints and bones, joints and bones miraculously restored. If you want it, take it. There is an anointing to see miraculous things happen with eyes and ears, with eyes and ears, with eyes and ears. If you want it, take it. Here's my favorite. There's an anointing for the nations. 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 This is, listen to me, listen to me. If you can get this on you, if you can get this on you, huh, if you can find the favor with the Lord and get this on you, this is what this one will do. It will supply you the resources to go. It will supply you the tickets to go. It will supply you the hotel rooms to go. It will supply you the open doors to go. And you won't go do Instagram mission trips just to take some pictures with little dark babies, but you will go carrying the miraculous power of God. There's an anointing for the nations.
There's an anointing particularly for the UK, for France, and for the Netherlands. There's an anointing particularly for the UK, for France, and the Netherlands. Oh, Nepal and Tibet. Nepal and Tibet. Nepal and Tibet. Oil for supernatural evangelism. Oil for supernatural evangelism. Oil for presence evangelism. Presence evangelism. Presence evangelism. Presence evangelism. Presence evangelism. If you want it, take it. There are 10 seeds of an anointing for autism and Down syndrome. There are 10 seeds for anointing for autism and Down syndrome. Grab it if you want it, quick. There's 10 in this room. There's 10 in this room. There's an anointing for entering in to the ministry of sowing and reaping. Ho! Oh, there's an anointing for entering into 2 Corinthians 9. That's coming all over you. Good God Almighty. Good God Almighty. Four or five people, grab some money out of your wallet and go throw it in that woman's lap if you want that too. Oh! 
There's an anointing to start businesses. There's an anointing to start businesses. There's an anointing, an anointing to start businesses. If you want it, grab it. Josh, don't you be raking that over towards you with your foot now. Let me, let, me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. We don't understand a lot about faith nowadays anymore. But, 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 but. We only, ha- we, we have a measure of faith. And so there's only so many things you can be believing for at one time. You ever notice that? You really can only go after two or three things in your life at any one time. It's just how it works. A wise man would be using his faith to go after the anointing in this season. See, King David understood that. King David would make these declarations in the Psalms. He would make these declarations when, when, when he would stand before the Lord and he would say, I will be covered with fresh oil. Another place, he used his faith and he said, he said, my face will glisten with fresh oil. See, there's this thing that that God has given you called faith that you are able to reach into the heavenly realm and pull the things that are there down into the earth. Now, see, your wanting it doesn't really just always grab it. Your your intentions about it don't really grab it. It's It's a release of your faith that everything that you've heard so far this weekend actually belongs to you and it's accessible to you. It's been bought for you. The price has been paid for it for you. And all you have to do is go up there and get what's yours. And so that means, that means, that means a little dab don't do you... (laughs) That means, see, when you go home, when you go home after this weekend, that means then that's when you began to walk the floor. That means when you began to release praise to him like it's an already accomplished fact that you've already seen five little kids with autism healed.
See, that means now you begin to go out and grab a hold of everything that's promised. And, 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 and was it this morning or last night? You need to remember this phrase. You have to refuse to be refused and you have to deny to be denied. Because if it's just another conference and you just hear something and you felt some chill bumps and you fell down and moaned or laughed or giggled or whatever you did, but you don't go with your faith and grab it, you aren't going to get anything. <sighs> Except the chill bumps. So you have a measure of faith. There, there, there are only so many things that you can be going after in your life at any one time. And I, I just, I, I'm, I'm just telling you, the spirit of wisdom is crying out in your ears. With all you're getting, get the anointing. That means you actually, you actually, you actually, listen, if you weren't here this morning, you need to listen to that message. You actually hear the word of the Lord. You hear how this thing works. And then you begin to go into the secret place. And you begin to walk the floor. And you begin to cry out to heaven, I want this. I want this. I want this. This is mine. You said I can have it. And I'm going to have it. And you begin to write about it. You begin to sing about it. You begin to worship over it. You begin to release radical faith as it's already done to See, that means, that means if you want the anointing for the nations to come on you, you better go buy a suitcase. And you better, you better pack one and just have it in your closet waiting. Do you understand what I'm saying? We, we, we've forgotten how to grab a hold of things in our culture. If it's not easy come, easy go, we don't get it. We, we, we've forgotten that, that process requires faith and that faith requires process. And, 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 and if we didn't get it when someone bopped us in the head... The next week we're on to something else. You can't be on to something else. The kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom depends on you grabbing a hold of the oil of heaven. The kingdom only functions under the oil. And so whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever it is that you are going after with this thing, of all the things that we've talked about so far, whatever it is that you want to grab a hold of, what, what, whatever it is you want to grab a hold of, you actually have to go grab a hold of it now.
Now, faith brings our hope into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. Hebrews chapter 11. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. This testimony of faith is what previous generations were commended for. Ours hasn't been commended for that yet. Faith empowers us to see that the universe was created and beautifully coordinated by the power of God's word. He spoke and the invisible realm gave birth to all that is seen. Faith moved Abel to choose a more acceptable sacrifice to offer God than his brother Cain. And God declared him righteous because of his offering of faith. By his faith, Abel still speaks. Instruction to us today, even though he's long dead. Faith lifted Enoch from this life when he was taken up into heaven. He had never to experience death. He just disappeared from this world because God promoted him. For before he was translated to the heavenly realm, his life had become a pleasure to God. Without faith living within us, it is impossible to please God, for we come to God in faith knowing that He is real and rewards the faith of those who give all their passion and strength into seeking Him. Faith opened Noah's heart to receive revelation and warnings from God about what was to come, even things that had never before been seen. But he stepped out in reverent obedience to God and built an ark that would save him and his family. By his faith, the world was condemned, but Noah received God's gift of righteousness that comes just by believing. Faith motivated Abraham to obey God's call and to leave the familiar to discover the territory he was destined to inherit from God. So he left with only a promise. And without even knowing ahead of time where he was going, Abraham stepped out in faith. He lived by faith as an immigrant in his promised land as though it belonged, as though it belonged to someone else. He journeyed through the land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, who were persuaded that they were also co-heirs of the same promise. His eyes of faith were set on the city with unshakable foundations, whose architect and builder is God himself. Sarah's faith embraced the miracle power to conceive, even though she was barren and was past the age of childbearing. For the authority of her faith rested in the one who made the promise, and she tapped into his faithfulness. In fact, so many children were subsequently fathered by this aged man of faith, one who was as good as dead, that now he has offspring as innumerable as the sand on the seashore and as the stars in the sky. These heroes all died clinging to their faith, not even receiving all that had been promised to them. But they saw that beyond the horizon, fulfillment of their promises, the fulfillment of their promises, and gladly embraced it from afar. They all lived their lives on earth as those who belonged to another realm. 
For clearly those who live this way are longing for the appearing of a heavenly city. And if their hearts are still remembering what they left behind, they would have found an opportunity to go back. But they couldn't turn back, for their hearts were fixed on what was far greater, and that is the heavenly realm. So because of this, God is not ashamed in any way to be called their God. For He has prepared a heavenly city for them. Faith operated powerfully in Abraham, for when he was put to the test, he offered up Isaac. Even though he received God's promises of a descendants, he was willing to offer up his only son. For God promised, through your son Isaac, your lineage will carry on your name. Abraham's faith made it logical to him that God could raise Isaac from the dead. Abraham's faith made it logical to him. That God could raise the dead. Is it logical to you yet? The power of faith prompted Isaac to impart a blessing to his sons, Jacob and Esau, concerning their prophetic destinies. Jacob worshipped and faced reality at the end of his life. Leaning upon his staff, he imparted a prophetic blessing upon each of Joseph's sons. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. What more can I say to convince you? For there is not enough time to tell you of the faith of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah and David and Samuel and the prophets. Through faith's power, they conquered kingdoms and established true justice. Their faith fastened onto their promises and pulled them into reality. It was faith that shut the mouths of lions, that put out the power of raging fire, and caused many to escape death by the sword. In their weakness, their faith imparted power to make them strong. Faith sparked courage within them, and they became mighty warriors in battle, pulling armies from another realm into battle array. Faith sparked courage in them, and they became mighty warriors in battle, pulling armies from another realm into battle array. If you believe him, if you will begin to believe him for these things, you will pull angelic armies into your life to fight the fights that, that, that you've been fighting yourself. There's an anointing for supernatural faith. An anointing for supernatural faith. 
an anointing for supernatural faith. An anointing for Holy Spirit to come and teach you faith. If you want it, take it. Okay, that right there is what I've been waiting on all night. That right there is what I've been waiting on all night. There, there, there. The transferable, the transferable, the transferable anointing just came in. My arm hurts. Oh, you're intense, God. There, 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 there. The anointing is caught and not taught. The anointing is transferable. That's why he has us lay hands on people. That's why Paul, they could take aprons off Paul's body... And, and laying them on sick people and demon-possessed people. Miracles would happen because the anointing is transferable. It's a spiritual substance. It's a spiritual substance. It's, it's more real than your iPhone, honey. It has weight. It has mass. It has viscosity. It, 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 it's a real substance that, that comes from another world into this world. And, 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 and it's just in here like a cloud of droplets right now. It's in here like a cloud of droplets, the heavy, heavy anointing, the heavy anointing. Oh, listen, 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 listen. He said, under the old covenant, he said, he said, he said, Oh, 
The oil doesn't touch. The oil doesn't touch uncleansed flesh. Thank him for the blood of Jesus right now. Thank him, thank him, thank him. Thank him for the blood of Jesus. Worship him right now for the blood of Jesus. Worship him for the sacrifice. The sacrifice, the sacrifice of Jesus. When you read the Old Covenant and you read the laws of the oil, you see how precious, how precious, how precious, how precious it was to him. Where he would say, hey, if, 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 you, if, if, if you don't have my permission to mix it and you mix it, try to make it yourself, I will kill you. <sighs> huh. That, 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 that if you're not one, that if you're not of the priestly, if you're not of the priestly and you touch the vessel of the oil, you'll be put to death. Thank God for the blood of Jesus that made way, that made way. The blood made way for the oil. The blood made way for the oil. The blood made way for the oil of heaven from the sanctuary of heaven, from the temple of heaven, to be smeared, to be smeared, to be smeared all over you. The blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus is the only thing that can make way for the holy, the holy to come all over us. The blood of Jesus was the only thing that could prepare us to carry this treasure in earth and vessels. Worship Him, worship Him, worship Him. When the smoke of the incense of your worship goes up, the oil of the anointing comes down. It's a heavenly exchange. It's a heavenly exchange.
said, I'm going to lay my hands on you. I'm going to lay my hands on you. I'm going to lay my hands on you. Jim's going to come and, and receive because I just think we're, now's the time in this. This is a good place to sow. But listen, don't, don't, don't get distracted by this and don't stop worshiping. If we could have the ushers come forward and um, yeah, make your checks up to Zion. We'd count this separate. I think we got a slide that has some different ways to give. I encourage you guys so into this. This message that uh, David's talking about, man, I'd, I'd encourage you to just honor what he's, what he's doing here. He wants to smear you tonight. He wants to smear you. All you have to do, all you have to do is receive. And and here's here's a trick to receiving. You can't give out and receive at the same time. I go to pray for some people, and they're praying so hard when they're in the prayer line, and I'm like, stop. Just worship and let him put what he wants to put on you, on you. We have somebody play, or somebody, somebody, somebody.
I, I, am, I am where I'm at and who I am today because of, of different men and women of God that God has sent me to or who have sent them to me to put their hands on me. Impartation is one of the most powerful things in the kingdom. You know, some of you, you've, you've heard me tell stories of Norval Hayes laying his hands on me and I couldn't function for three days. Oh, Roberts would, 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 would lay his hands on you and you couldn't breathe. I could, I, could, I could go back through my prophetic history and tell you how each one of those things changed something major in my life and formed something major in my life because it wasn't empty hands being placed on an empty head. It was somebody carrying something in a hungry vessel, waiting, pulling, pulling, pulling to get everything that I could get out of it. I would drive for for hours if 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 one of these men or women of God was going to be anywhere anywhere just so I could get in that atmosphere but more importantly I wanted them to put their hands on me and I learned how to draw on it, honey, because I could be in a, in a room of 10,000 people and no, they wouldn't lay hands on anyone, but they would stop and call me out and put their hands on me because I refuse to be refused. And there's just something about this. There's something about this right now that just feels so holy to me. There's just something about this moment right here that just feels so holy to me tonight. During worship, I kept asking God, well, what, what, which, which thing am I going to talk about tonight? Which thing am I going to talk about tonight? And he said, you're going to preach with your hands tonight. So I just rambled until I felt this right here come in. So if you're hungry, if you're really hungry, and it's not just another spiritual exercise for you, but if you're hungry and you're hungry for an impartation of something real tonight, then just, just come and line up here in one line. And guys, I'm going to need a lot of guys tonight, and I need you to be watchful. 